In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Oh, hello, hello. Happy day 12 of the program. Also, a happy Friday for those following along with the winter program. So that means that we're about to roll into another weekend. I hope that you're, I was talking about this this morning in the check-in in the group. I hope that you're feeling pretty calm and confident about that. Um, there literally is nothing you can do on a weekend that can't be undone by getting right back at it. You just got to keep moving forward. Remember, it's not about perfection. We don't have to go back. You don't have to repeat steps just to try to have that perfect day, right? In fact, if you are following along with our amazing Livy Method app, you're able to track everything, your weight, your fluids, your movement, your sleep, your moods, all of that. And, you know, although you're not counting and weighing and measuring, you are keeping track and making sure you're having the components that you need to have at each meal. And of course, you can make notes about what you are eating if you want. And then beside where you are tracking, there are graphs to go along with everything. So you should be able to see the progression of your journey. You should be able to see, okay, maybe in prep week, you didn't really know what you were doing, but you know, you could see how you were slowly doing the things that you needed to do. And also more than that, you should be able to reflect on your graphs and be able to see what was going on and why. And this is what we're trying to teach you, what weight loss looks like and feels like to you, what's happening on the scale, along with the choices that you're making, along with how you're feeling, right? So load up those questions. I'm not going to be on for long today, but I do want to try to get to as many questions um, as I can. But here's what you're going to notice when you start to follow the food plan. So again, we're taking people who are used to not eating at all, right? Starving, depri- <clears throat> sorry, starving, depriving, coming off diets like keto and whatnot, um, or people who go all day long without eating because they just, they, they're so busy and, you know, whatever, or people who try not <laughs> to eat, you know, all day long, um, or people who are eating and overeating, especially when it comes to larger meals or restricting for part of the day and overeating the rest of the day. So really sporadic, chaotic eating patterns. And the body really loves routine. It loves to know that it's going to continue to get everything that it needs, right? It likes to be low stress. It's always trying to be as low stress as possible. And of course, dealing with all the stress that you're putting it under. So you take the foods that you were eating or not eating, and now you have to eat six times a day. Breakfast, obviously optional. And I know some of you are utilizing those bonus snacks for whatever reason. And what you're doing is you're spreading the amounts of food that you are eating out throughout the day, which is going to keep your blood sugar levels more maintained. It's going to mean smaller portions that are more manageable for for your body to digest because some of you are dealing with some digestive issues that we're going to get into and talk a lot more about with our with our guests. So that's one of the benefits of eating more often. Is it normal? No. Um, if you're able to catch the cravings post, we talk about your migrating motor complex. That's an internal system that goes into play after you are done eating for about 90 minutes to make sure that the food is going to where it needs to go in the most simplistic terms. Um, so it's not 
normal to be eating so often. But also it's not normal to be eating the same amounts every day. And it's not normal to be eating the same amount of calories each day. And this is why calories, another reason why calories don't work. Your body's needs change every day, which is why even with eating six times a day, some of you are not hungry at all for some of those meals and snacks, right? So some days you're going to be really hungry and feel like, oh, I need all my meals and snacks. And then other days you're not going to be hungry at all. And then you're just having those token amounts. So it's really important to have those token amounts, even when you're not hungry, because sometimes you think you're not hungry and then you start to eat and you realize you are hungry, right? Or you're trying to get ahead of the hunger, which if you skip that snack, you're going to be extra hungry for your next snack. So probably you're going to overeat that snack, right? Or then you're going to end up hungry in the evening. There's so many rhymes and reasons to following that food plan, which is going to change and evolve as we go. We're going to get into portions in the next couple of weeks. We are, you're going to be able to be more flexible with the things that you're eating. For example, you can, you'll be able to combine a protein and fat with your fruit snack or do something else altogether, like yogurt or whatnot. You're going to have a lot more options. There's going to come a time where you won't have to eat all of those meals and snacks. But right now, by following that routine, we can very clearly see how our body's responding to the routine. And some of you are already noticing, which is really interesting, and saying, I'm not able to eat all of the meals that I'm used to eating. I'm finding that my portions are naturally getting smaller. And that's what we want. We want your body to very clearly tell you when you are satisfied and had enough and get you in tune with your hunger levels. Now, this is something that is going to take time and we're really going to work on. Um, we have a whole method for being in tune with your portions and knowing how much you need to eat. So we're going to get into that. But if you are noticing that your portions are naturally getting smaller, that's totally expected. Um, if you're not, that's okay too. We are still in a place where we want you to eat to feel satisfied in the moment and then really pay attention. You might eat something and feel satisfied and then be hungry a half hour, hour later. That's okay. You can have your next meal or snack earlier, you know, or wait until you're able to have your next meal or snack. Chances are, you know, an hour after you're done eating, your body is still processing and digesting your foods, right? Your body still hasn't broken down the food you ate an hour ago and been able to store it as energy that you can then use. So we're going to get into that, how long uh, it takes for your body to break down certain foods, why you feel like you're hungry right after you ate or, you know, um, so we're going to, we're going to get more into that. If you haven't had an opportunity, be sure to check out that hunger post because we do talk about um, hunger and what it means. Hunger is not an immediate need for food because it takes your body time to, it takes, your body knows it's going to take you time to find the food, prepare the food, eat the food and digest the food. Um, hunger when your tummy's rumbling might not be hungry at all. It might be that migrating motor complex we talked about. So your body will naturally adjust to the food plan itself, which will probably lead to you feeling like you're overeating. And it's interesting because people are like, what do I do? What do you mean? What do you do? Just stop eating when you feel satisfied. But so many people their measure of satisfaction is eating everything on their plate. So they pack the same amount of food every day. And when they realize that they're satisfied and they still have food left, they have a hard time leaving it on their plate. And that could be due to um, food waste issues, food scarcity issues. These are all issues that are going to come up, especially as we Act actively start to address portions. So totally normal. Um, that's just your body adjusting to your portions to feel like you are getting, it's normal to feel extra hungry, but also feel satisfied 
sooner. So your body's letting you know when you are hungry because you are giving it what it needs and paying attention to it. So a lot of you are noticing that. I used to go all day long without eating and not be hungry all day. And now all of a sudden I'm eating more often and now I'm actually hungry. That's great. That's your, your body communicating with you. You'll also notice that your body will let you know when you've had enough. So that's why some of you are for the first time d- feeling these sensations of, okay, I know I've had enough. Rather, like actually, rather than you're just your belly being full or eating everything on your plate. You'll also notice that you're going to have better energy. Uh, some of you will be tired because your your body will be in detox and focus on releasing fat, so you might not feel so energetic. That's totally normal. Some of you are dealing with your sleeping interrupted, which is affecting, obviously, your energy levels. Some of you are having the best energy ever, and some of you are having the best sleeps ever. So that both of those are really normal. Um, it's normal to feel bloated as your body. If you haven't been consistent with following the food plan, it's normal to feel bloated as your body adjusts to it. That's because your metabolism probably is so slow and low that it's not used to the influx of foods, especially if you're not used to eating all this food. So your body's not going to be like, no, don't give it to me. Your body's going to be like, this is amazing. And it's going to pick up the pace on how it's processing and digesting and metabolizing the foods that you're eating. So you should, you might see, feel bloated at first and overly full and your body will adjust to that. And all of a sudden you'll feel a lot less bloated. So that is also really normal. Um, and, and as the scale moves, so some people feel amazing right before the scale drops, they get on the scale and they feel, oh my gosh, for sure. I lost weight. I feel amazing. And then they get on the scale and it's the same. And they're just like, what? I totally, I could have sworn I was going to lose weight. Stick with it because chances are your weight is going to drop in the next couple of days. Whereas other people will notice right before the scale drops, they'll feel bloated. They'll feel like their weight is up. They get on their scale and their weight is actually up, even though they're doing all the things. Stick with it because that means the scale is going to move in the next couple of days. So just some of the things that you can expect, uh, just some of the things. Here's one. I haven't really been hungry all week, but I've been trying my best to get my token amounts in. My weight fluctuates the same, one and two pounds, but dealing with some hormonal issues. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. So this is why, you know, people come in, I've, I've got hormonal issues. I got this health issue. I got that health issue. I'm stressed. I'm sleep. I got all these things going on, right? It's really chaotic. This is why the body loves routine. It creates a foundation and it creates a baseline. Routine, 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 routine. When you're doing what you're doing is really routine, your body adjusts to it, one, which is what we want, and it helps you get in tune with it so that when we start making changes to it, you are aware of how your body is responding, which is really cool. So again, right now, really just focused on that building that foundation. We're not actually trying to lose weight. <laughs> I know you want to get to it as soon as possible. The quickest way for you to lose as much weight as possible within this program is to really be consistent in laying that foundation and focusing on that food plan right now. Next week, we're going to talk about supplements. Um, Again, I have to say, not a supplement program. You do not have to buy supplements, take supplements. You buying supplements from wherever you choose to buy them, if you choose to add them in, I do not benefit from whatsoever. So my conversation about supplements is because in my 36 years of helping people lose weight, I've come to realize they can be a benefit. And they might not be what you think. Um, They are. We're going to go over vitamin D, omega-3. I know, really not that exciting, but really important magnesium. We're going to talk about digestion, probiotics, prebiotics, that type of thing. So we're going to have that conversation. We're going to, we're going to uh, post the supplements that I 
I am suggesting may be a benefit for some of you. Um, and we're going to talk about it with Dr. Paul on Tuesday. So we're going to have guests that come on and have these discussions with me and explain why you might want to consider some of these. And then we are expecting that you're going to walk away, talk to your healthcare providers, your pharmacists and whatnot, and see if they're right for you. Um, we are also going to start talking about maximizing. So maximizing. So I want to clear up something that I was talking to my team yesterday. So there's like, how, how hardcore do you want to be with this program, right? Like how hardcore do you want to be? Because I've come to learn some people want to do all of the things and some people are really just happy with showing up and doing the best that they possibly can, right? And there's like, either way is amazing. The fact that you're here is great. So there's like how you want to show up for yourself every day and how hardcore do you want to be? Some people are going to want to still have bread. And they're, they're, they're toast in the morning. Some people are still going to want to have pizza night on Friday night with their families, right? Um, you can still eat breads and pastas and lose weight. It's just taking them out makes the process a lot quicker. When you add them back in, breads and pastas don't cause you to gain weight. So I'm not worried about the calories in them. I'm not worried about you gaining weight. It's just that taking them out can really help sort of speed up the fat loss process. Um, but some people keep them in and lose weight just fine. So there's that conversation. How hardcore do you want to be? And then there's maximizing. So maximizing is a separate conversation. Maximizing is all the other things you can focus on. Like if you have health issues, checking in with your doctor and working hand in hand with them along the way. If you have hormonal issues, for example, then then and then seeking out an endocrinologist to help you with those hormone issues. Um, maximizing can be doing everything you can to manage your stress, to get better sleep. Um, it can be moving your body more. It can be a variety of things. Um, really making an effort with the program and being consistent, making an effort to make your food choices nutrient rich. Journaling can be a way of maximizing the things that you can do in order to be more proactive with the program, which is another conversation we're going to get into. All right, let me scroll back, like I said, and get into answering some of these questions here. Hello, hello, hello. First time able to listen to a, a real live in real time. Hi, Kim. Thanks for joining us today. Okay, so remember that the lives are not mandatory, but I think they really are super helpful because it. I'm a big believer in that deeper level of understanding, and that's what we do on the lives, right? Like, here's the instructions. You get that in the group. You get that in the app. That's in the book. It's now like, okay, all the thoughts and feels and, and everything that you're dealing with is what we're discussing in the lives. If you can't watch or listen to the lives, I highly suggest you do take time to at least catch the guest segments because they're amazing. I am telling you, we are having conversations with our guests that people are not having out there. Do you guys see that uh, City Line segment with uh, Tracy Moore? I So City Line is a morning show here in Canada. And I shared a post the other day where they were talking about weights. Obviously, it's a big conversation right now. Weight, menopause and weight, weight, diets, Ozempic, all of that, which uh, someone asked me about Ozempic. I'll get into it. I'll talk about that. Um, but people really reacted to it. So what she did was she weighs 185 pounds. So she shared that. But then she got other women in different shapes and sizes that are also 100 and 85 pounds. And, you know, it led to that conversation about your weight, not defining your worth and who you are. But more than that, we've been having this conversation about the scale over in our maintenance group for the last year. Like we really are ahead of these conversations that are happening in mainstream media. I mean, I love that they had that conversation. It's fabulous. But we really are ahead of those mainstream conversations that are happening because we've been actively hands-on helping hundreds of thousands of people work through all these 
these things and their feels. And this is where we learn so much about, you know, the shares that you guys are sharing, the feelings that you're having and whatnot. Um, so I do highly suggest that you listen to the lives, the guest segments or watch them. If you can't watch them live, we always repost them in the Facebook support group stored in the guides. And we also download them as podcasts. So you can download and listen at your leisure while you're driving, going for a walk and whatnot. Um, participating live is great though, because you can see the comments and a lot of our returning members who are back for another round have so many good shares in there. There's some great conversations that are happening. What is going on? Good morning. Dehydrated question. Okay. I woke up feeling like I was licking a salt dish all night. Okay. Had soy sauce with supper. That would be it. <laughs> so you get, so here's the thing. When you starve, deprive, ignore, you disconnect, right? Dieting has taught us to disconnect from our bodies. And as you start to pay attention, and this is one of the reasons why you want to follow the food plan. Yes, it's annoying having to eat six times a day, but it makes you prioritize yourself and it makes you pay attention. And when you start paying attention and giving your body what it needs, it starts communicating with you. The mind-body connection is a real thing. And your body doesn't need your help. Like it knows what it needs. It knows when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. It's great when you help it and you pay attention to it and you help support it in its needs for sure. And that's what we're trying to do. Really strengthen that mind-body connection. So that's why some of you are, are noticing all of a sudden you are actually hungry when you can go all day long and not feel hungry, um, that you're actually feeling, you're feeling like you're full when you can just eat and eat and eat and never feel full or satisfied, right? Um, this is why some of you have gone from drinking no water to drinking more water and now you're thirsty or you're picking up on when you have salty food, how that's affecting you, which is really cool. Um, I woke up feeling like I was licking a salt dish all night. Um, I had soy sauce, so I expected the scale to be up and it was. I told my husband that the gain was because of not enough water. He said, how does that how does that work? When firefighters are trying to make weight, they dehydrate themselves to be lower on the scale. So how does dehydration make you lose in game? Dehydration, well, dehyd so, so dehydration would be not having water. So this program is not that. You are having, even with not drinking enough water, I'm assuming you're still drinking lots of water. Plus, you're eating six times a day. So firefighters who are trying to, or fighters, sorry, who are trying to reach a certain weight on the scale are also really super restricting their diets. They're cutting. So they go from carbo-loading and eating a lot, right, to not eating, cutting what they're eating and restricting their fluid intake. So that's, that's why. That's why you see they, that's why they look like they're really dehydrated, <laughs> like they haven't eaten and they're really ripped by the time they go in, go into a fight, right? Because they've bulked up and now they're leaning out. So it's a totally different situation with this. Salt causes your body to retain water. I mean, that's, we just know that, that that's just how it is, right? So when you're not drinking enough water, and this goes back to, um, like this goes back to like just myths and myths, mistruths. So if you're my age, you remember that if you were bloated and retaining water, you were told to drink less water. When in reality, we now know that when your body's retaining water, it's because you're not drinking enough water. So you want to not feel bloated. You drink more water to be hydrated, right? Um, and so that's the difference there. That's the difference there. So when you consume high salt foods 
and you're not drinking enough water, your body will work to retain that water. So that's what's happening. Now, you could be in a situation, for example, that you have been doing all of the things all along and you had salty food and your body's also about to drop weight. So your weight is actually down. Your weight could actually be down because if it's not up from having salty food and feeling salted up, chances are it's down. Does that make sense to you? Like, and that, that can happen simultaneously. Your weight can be all, be down and, and up at the same time, showing the same weight as you were yesterday. So that's where you have to, this is where you have to kind of assess your situation. Okay. So I'm doing all the things. How am I feeling? I got on the scale today. It's the same, even though I had really salty food yesterday and I'm feeling bloated. So if it's the same, I feel like my weight should be up, which probably means your weight is down and also up at the same time, which is showing the same weight. <laughs> Hopefully you caught that. Hopefully you caught that. So that's the difference, right? So, so dehydration doesn't cause you to, you're not, so people will talk about water weight, but if you, if you, if you listen to the Dr. Pfeiffer video today, isn't that fabulous? Um, you also need to drink more water on the program because you are eating six times a day and you are eating nutrient-rich foods. So your body actually needs more water because of how often it's processing the foods that you are having as well, right? So which is which is really interesting about that. So so dehydration doesn't make you um, actually gain real weight. I have to say that it doesn't actually make you lose real weight. And with this program, people are like, oh, it's just water weight. Well, it's not water weight when you are drinking water all day long. Water weight is usually when people do restrictive diets, they're not eating and they're not drinking water either. Cause drinking enough water to be hydrated is a fairly new concept because we were told eight glasses, 10 glasses of water, which really just was like basic survival mode for the body. And now we know science, there has been research, um, Harvard, Cleveland clinic, all the major players have determined that a basic body function requires about two and a half liters of water, right? Two and a half to, to three and a half liters of water for basic like hydration. So those eight glasses before were like survival mode. So most people are dehydrated. So that's where that kind of comes from, that whole thing. Oh, that's an interesting question. Thank you for that. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Great day to talk about poop. Okay. Hi, Pam. I'm in the constipation stage, which is something I have to pay attention to since I have random diverticulitis attacks. Yes, but I know how I feel and know how to deal with it. Extreme, extra leafy greens, lots of water and some Ducalax. Yeah. So, so we have a poo protocol going out today. So if you have struggled with bowel movements previously and you take certain things, you can keep taking those things. We do have suggestions as well. You will be constipated, some of you, and that doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong or that there's something wrong. If you feel like there's something off, make sure you check in with your doctor. But it's so normal to have bouts of constipation whenever you're making changes in your diet. Also, really normal to have those loose bowel movements as well, especially when that scale is moving. Um, we're going to talk about poop a lot around here. Um, and also, there's no such thing as, as TMI either. One of the things really interesting... Um, uh, was it on the water post or poo protocol today, um, is fiber. We don't talk enough about fiber around here and the importance of fiber in your diet. We do talk about it in that poo post uh, by way of psyllium, increasing your psyllium fiber. Obviously, you're getting a lot of fiber by way of your leafy green, more roughage by way of your leafy greens and your vegetables and whatnot. But there's something to be said about increasing fiber as well. I know a lot of you take Metamucil which is the active ingredient in that is psyllium fiber. So you can continue to take your Metamucil, but it has like flavor and color and all that, or you can just take psyllium as well. So that's one of the conversation I want to expand on, especially when we start to talk to our experts, this group, but I think we don't talk enough about is fiber. Excuse me just a sec. I have to cough <coughs> and take a drink of my coffee this morning. Okay. It's my birthday. Um, hi, Sherry. Happy birthday. I hope you do have the cake. I will have the cake today and a piece each day on the weekend until it's gone. Okay. <laughs> I love a good plan. So, so I love, let's talk about this because, um, there's been a lot of chatter about treats. When can I have treats? Some people yesterday were talking about how, well, if I don't, if I feel like if I don't treat myself, I'm going to be too restrictive. I'm going to just quit or binge restrictive. Oh my gosh, you're hardly restrictive when you're eating six times a day, but I do know what you mean. So first of all, I want you to have the treat, but I want you to, th I want you to actively think about the treat. Like when you have it, are, do you actually want it, right? Or are you triggered by it? You want to have it because you, you got triggered somehow by it. And then what do you think the treat is going to do for you? That's what I want you to ask yourself. And then I want you to ask, okay, first of all, let me talk about the cake first. Have the cake. It's your fucking birthday. It comes around once a year. You want your cake on your birthday, Halloween candy at Halloween, the stuffing and pie at Thanksgiving, the, you know, the chocolate at Valentine's Day. That is not why your body's feeling a need to store fat, right? So, and because we use food for so many things, we do need to normalize continuing to use food because we love it, because it's yummy, because we're celebrating, because we're, but it's all about reconnecting with our food again before we get into that, right? Before we get into that. So, because I don't want you stressing, because the problem is you don't just eat egg candy at Halloween. You stress the entire time you eat it, then you berate yourself, then you starve yourself because you had it. We want to get you to a place where you are in a room full of your favorite foods. And if you don't really want it, you're like, yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. Or if you do want it, you're like, thank you, I'm going to have that, I'm going to enjoy it. And then that's the end of it. And that's really where we want you to go. But you almost have to disconnect from those things 
in order to get to that place or be really mindful when you're having them, right? So have the cake on your birthday. That's like one rule we have around here. You have to eat the cake on your birthday because it's so lame not to unless you don't want to. We also need to normalize not having the cake if you don't want the cake, not having the ice cream cone if you don't want the ice cream cone just because you took the family for ice cream, right? We have to normalize not wanting those things, not having those things because we don't want them too. both ends, right? We want to do that. But back to the treating, because um, again, if you if if you caught my check in this morning, I'm I'm not into cheat days or treat days. I'm into Tuesdays. If you want to choose to have something, great. I'm all about that. So you want to have a treat, right? So think about it. Okay, do I really want it? <laughs> and why do I want it? Maybe you just this is your favorite thing, and you know someone brought you something, and it's your favorite thing, and so you're like, oh, I want to have this. Okay, great. So then. How are you feeling about having it? Are you being like, oh, I want this, but I shouldn't have this. Oh my God, I'll just have a bite of this. Or like, is there anything going on in your head, right? As you're about to have this thing. And then do you actually enjoy eating it? Are you tasting it? Are you enjoy? Are you eating it like, oh, this is so good. Oh my God, this is so delicious. Oh my gosh, ah, this is so good. I'm enjoying this. I'm tasting it. I'm smelling it. I'm, it's just like, mm right? And then when you're done, which is going to be probably a minute, maybe less, maybe a little bit more, then what happens? Do you instantly go into regret mode or berate mode or punishment mode, right? So you wanted this thing, you decided to have it. Did you take time to enjoy it? And then what's happening afterwards? Is there all of a sudden this mindset of, I shouldn't have had that. I've ruined everything well, I might as well eat the rest of them because, you know, I had one and I fucked everything up and I'll just start again tomorrow. So now I'm just going to eat the whole box of these things. And then, and then say you do eat the whole box and then it doesn't make it better, does it? It doesn't make it better. And then you eat the whole box and then you feel even worse. And then you even just go into deeper berating of yourself, right? So then, so pay attention. You have the treat. Great. What happens after? Because again, I want you to get to a place where you have the treat. That was delicious. Okay, great. Hashtag worth it. Nothing happens after. Nothing happens the next day. You get on the scale the next day and then maybe your weight is up. Maybe you ate a whole pizza. I don't know. Maybe your weight is up and you're just like, oh, hashtag worth it. No worries. It'll be right back down again. Let me get back to doing all the things I need to do. That's it. That's where I want want you to get to. You go out for dinner. You indulge. I want it to be hashtag worth it. When you wake up the next day because you had that whole bag of chips the next night and your eyes are salted closed and you get on that scale and it's up, I want you to be like, oh, no big deal. Not real weight gain. Hashtag worth it. Move it along. Okay. So that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. And people ask me all the time, well, when I'm done losing weight, am I going to be able to have pasta and bread and have things? Yeah. Because chances are those things didn't make you fat to begin with. Okay, they probably didn't, you know, they probably factored in a little bit on top of high stress, lack of sleep and all the diets where you starve yourself, deprive yourself and, you know, all of that. So, so taking those things out, definitely beneficial while trying to lose weight. Also though, having them, like if you're going along, oh my God, I want the pizza, I want the pizza. Oh my God, I want pizza. Oh my God, three weeks and I'm dying. All I think about is pizza. Have the fucking pizza. Have it, have it because you're going to have it. And then you're going to realize the aftermath of it, which shows you, you got some work to do, right? Or you have it 
And then you just keep moving along and it's not going to stop you from reaching your goal. Not going to stop you from reaching your goal. So we have to think differently. This is not about treating or cheating or any of those things. If you choose to have it, enjoy it and then move it along. If you choose to have it, don't let it ruin the rest of your day. Don't let it ruin the rest of your weekend. Don't let it ruin or stop you from doing the things you need to do the rest of the week, right? If you choose to have it, then recognize the aftermath that happens and then say to yourself, oh shit, okay, I'm not, is this really a treat if I am berating myself for hours afterwards and then punishing myself the next day and it puts me in a whole funky ass mood? (laughs) Is it really bringing me joy? Is it really bringing me joy, you know? That's what it works out. Um, please look at into daily cleanse. Uh, it's a three-in-one fiber formula that has essential fats and probiotics. It even tastes great. I love it. The cleanse thing makes me a little nervous. Uh, I'm not into cleanses, detox teas. I love fiber supplements. Great. Probiotics, prebiotics, also great. Here's what you need to know about probiotics and prebiotics. For some people who deal with digestion, they can really be a game changer. They can also... Also, you also have to be mindful about adding them in. We're going to talk to uh, Dr. Paul and Dr. Alinka about this. Um, For some people who have digestive issues, probiotics and prebiotics can be super beneficial and for other people might not be the right move, right? So, so when, even when it comes to certain products like this, definitely check in with your healthcare providers or your pharmacist. A lot of people don't realize that your pharmacist is there. Um, They know a lot about these things as well. And if you, if you know your pharmacist personally, then they know your health history, which is really cool. Um, Fiber is great. Um, Let me see. Okay, here we go. Um, Dave says, no, that cleanse is the one that caused major issues in my experience. There you go. There you go, right? There you go. This is why I'm not a like, this is why I do not want you to take anything because I'm telling you it'll be good for you. I'm not doing that. What I'm doing is presenting supplements that in my experience have been a benefit for people. This is why they are so basic. We don't Dr. Oz it around here. Um, uh, We're not like every week there's something new. It's really super basic. Um, Omega-3s, vitamin Ds, magnesium, um, probiotics, prebiotics, digestive bitters, we are going to talk about, right? So so before you run out and grab anything, make sure you you take time to listen to that conversation that we're going to have and then assess your situation. Uh, Let me scroll down. Um, How am I doing for time, babes? Oh, I got to go. Shoot. Okay, I got to go. Um, I'm afraid if I have it, I may have it more often. Oh, I love that. Well, okay. So this is what we're going to get into. Why? If you have it, why do you think you're going to have it more often? What's your mindset about it? Because no one is addicted to sugar, right? No one's addicted to chips and fatty foods because this comes down to cravings. Cravings are messages from your body trying to communicate its needs. So if you are craving carbs and sugar, chances are you need to bump up your water. If you are eating six times a day, making sure your food choices are nutrient rich, and this is by no means um, a low carb, no carb program. This is right carbs at the right time. Fruits are carbohydrates, vegetables are carbohydrates, grains are carbohydrates, beans and lentils have carbohydrates in them, right? So it's by just because we minimize bread and pasta and crackers and baked goods, which are really processed foods, doesn't mean that this is a low carb program, right? 
It's more like right carbs at the right time. If you are craving salty foods, your body's associating them with fatty foods. So what you probably need is more good fat in your diet, probably because you're stressing out, which is here's where making sure your food choices are nutrient rich, making sure you're including those fats in them. So when you are craving something, it's like, why am I craving it? right? Um, when it comes to treats, there's a lot more. It could be triggers. It could be your association with that. That's fun. Like family, like pizza night, for example. Um, like pizza night is probably not the pizza. It's that it's Friday night. You're with your family. It's like downtime. Maybe you're playing games. Maybe you're watching movies. I guarantee you, you're going to have just as much fun on pizza night without the pizza, right? You go out for, you meet your girlfriend or your guy friend or whatever for, uh, you know, lunch Friday nights, normally Friday, Friday afternoons for lunch, for lunch, Friday nights for lunch on Fridays, right? You order burgers and fries, you know, you have great conversation and then you overeat your food. You both feel like garbage. You talk about how you overate. Why'd you eat that? You walk away. Oh my God, I got to lose weight, you know, whatever. Next time you go, and you meet for lunch on Friday, you order something that's going to make you feel good, right? Maybe you skip the burgers and fries and maybe you go with, I don't know, some, I don't know what, whatever it is, right? Um, I don't want to say salads because it's, this is not all about salads, but you choose something that makes you feel good, right? And you, you're in tune to how much you are eating with it. So you have the same amazing conversation. Your conversation isn't any better because you're having burgers and fries. It isn't any better because you're having pizza. The conversation is good because it's who you're with, right? And so then you walk, then you're done and you're not talking about how fat and disgusting you are and how you overate. You shouldn't have done that, right? You're going to pay for the food. You're going to walk away and be like, hey, have a great day. Hey, you know, whatever. You're going to walk away. You're going to get in your car. You're not going to think about how fat you are and how you overate. And you feel disgusting and gross. You're going to be like, oh, I love our conversations. It's great. So a lot of times we perceive the food as making the experience so much better when it's not, especially when we eat the food and it doesn't make us feel good at the end of the day. So when you turn up the internal volume and you're paying attention to that, you start to be aware of that. And that's how you stop feeling like if you have the thing, you need more of the thing. It really comes down also to that really restrictive mindset. If you can't have it, you want it, right? <laughs> it's, right? It's like that shitty boyfriend or girlfriend that you knew, okay, this is not the person for me. You know, I'm not in a great relationship. And then, and you're like, I need to break up with them. And then, you know, you feel good about that and they break up with you first. And all of a sudden you're like, what? Why? Oh my God. Man, what? what? No. That relationship sucked. You were going to break up with them, but because they ditched you first, you're now all like, you know, we want what we can't have sometimes, especially when we're restricting ourselves. And then the whole diet industry, right? And that concept of a, of a treat or a cheat, like at the end of the day, who are you cheating on, right? You know, you're not cheating anything. You are choosing to enjoy something that brings you joy. So if you really want to have that pizza, take time, enjoy it. And if you do have it and you recognize the berating, the scolding, the punishing, then recognize you got some work to do mentally and internally to get to a place where you can have it and really truly enjoy the yummy bites of bits that come with life. I got to go. Um, I got to go. Um, I do want to talk. Someone asked me yesterday about Ozempic and my thoughts on that. I will share that, um, but I'll have to put that off till Monday. I, I'm totally into having these conversations um, that you guys want to have. Um, I do kind of keep track. I go in the notes afterwards, so I'll have that conversation at some point uh, where we have so much to talk about. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. There, we will not run out of things to talk about with this process. Um, I will not be going live because it's the weekend, although I will miss it and I will miss you guys. Remember, pop into the group at any time. The team is there. Great opportunity to get caught up on anything you might have missed, especially that Dr. Beverly segment we had on Tuesday. Um, make sure you pop in and review the guidelines on Sunday. More of the same, although really focusing on uh, maximizing, finally having that conversation, which is really cool. Um, yeah. So have an amazing weekend. Uh, don't let any few bites of bits blow, you know, have you blown off the whole day or whole weekend, whatever. Just do the best you possibly can. Think about how you're going to want to feel on, on Monday. If you do choose to have those things, pay attention to what's happening while you are having them. And for God's sakes, enjoy them. My goodness. Um, have an amazing day, everyone. And I'll catch up with you or I'll see you on, well, I'll be checking in on the weekend, but we'll have a chance to chat next on Monday. Till then. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 